Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Brenda Lizarraga. Brenda grew up in California and left at the age of 18 with her boyfriend, who is now her husband. She gave her life to Christ at age 19 and was set free. Brenda is a mom of two girls and has been married for six years. Please join me in welcoming Brenda to today's podcast. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you, Coletta? I'm good. Thanks for joining me and the listeners this um, today. I'm excited to hear your story. Um, so first of all, how would you define stuck? All right. So for me, being stuck in my life was defined by my life coming to a complete stop. All of my mm-hmm. plans for my life, my family had come to a complete halt. Mm. That's interesting because I think so many times we try to plan out how we think it's going to go and we set all these goals and dreams and then, and sometimes, you know, it works or it works for a while and then it's like we have that moment where it's like, I've done all I can do and it's not going as planned. Yeah. So that, so that yeah, is a very um, interesting definition for stuck and definitely something that we can all um, fall into. So looking back at that time where all of your plans came to a complete stop, uh, what were some areas that you were stuck in and and how long did you find yourself there? Well, the way that I was stuck, I was stuck mentally. The Mm. battle was fought in my thoughts and in my heart. One of the biggest battles happened when me and my husband were having marital issues. We even separated for a brief time. During that time, there was a lot of unknown, and I found myself stuck. Mm. You know, I was 24 years old with two girls, 1,500 miles away from home or my hometown. I felt Mm -hmm. alone, battling depression, loss of appetite. I ended up losing a lot of weight during this time, although I Mm -hmm. did have a great support system. I found myself isolating, uh, letting nobody in. And Mm. this went on for many months. Wow. So a long time. So having some marital issues that um, led you to it through a period of separation. You were basically a single mom during that time. Yeah. Um, And then just future uncertain, unknown, depression sets in, wondering how do I handle this? So what was your thought process? I mean, because this lasted for several months. So how did you get through it? So with that, I mean, obviously, like you're going through the motions of life. You're going um, through all of this stuff without, well, in my position, without wanting to reach out, you know, Mm. and that's a very difficult point in life when you're going through something like that, where everything's uncertain to you. Um, mm-hmm. the moment that I, uh, realized my breaking point was mm-hmm. when my coworkers started noticing that I was different, you know, mm. I was quiet. I was withdrawn. I knew that was not myself and I mm-hmm. needed to get unstuck from that point. Right. 
So other people started noticing the changes. Yeah. And it, you know, it's something that you don't really talk about to other people. You know, for me, I just, um, kept everything inside, you know, Mm -hmm. and I did not want to bother other people with the situations that were going on in my personal life. Um, Mm -hmm. but when, you know, my coworkers who knew nothing started noticing like the little things here and there, the attitude change, the mood swings, the, and it wasn't really like out of character, I would say like something dramatic, dramatic Mm -hmm. out of my own character, but it was something like, uh, you know, something is definitely off. Um, Mm -hmm. And when, you know, my coworkers started noticing that that's whenever I realized, you know, I, I need to keep going. I need to somehow find a way to get beyond the, that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit more about um, just being stuck and then not feeling like you could reach out because you were, you know, several miles away from your family mm-hmm. and you did have somewhat of a support network closer to you. But what made you feel like you couldn't reach out or you didn't want to bother people? And then how did that kind of maybe keep you stuck longer? Gotcha. Um See, for this one, I have a tendency to keep my own struggles, my own, like, let's say, Mm -hmm. personal situations that I'm dealing with at the time, whether it's something close to home, such as marital Mm -hmm. issues, you know, which I'm pretty sure a lot of women and also men that have gone through that. Um, Mm -hmm. don't want to go out and reach for help. You know, in my mind, I thought that it was an inconvenience to everybody. I did not want to drag anyone else into my own situation. I didn't want to worry people um, or Mm -hmm. worry loved ones, you know, such as like my in-laws or my own family. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, they they care very deeply about me, you know, and they care obviously very deeply about my husband as well and the well-being of my kids. Um, but mm-hmm. in that point, it you just don't want to continue that. You don't want to, you know, say, hey, you know, there's more accumulating to this situation. This is progressing even more deeper, even more troublesome mm-hmm. or even more, um, more inconvenient for you, you know? And so Mm -hmm. in my mind, I had made it to the less they know, the better, you know, the more that I keep it to myself, the more that I isolate or back off or withdraw, I felt like that was better, but Mm -hmm. that was not the case, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think we can often get in that place where we feel like we are inconveniencing people and like, this is our problem, our burden to carry. Other people have their own issues, so I don't need to bother them. But I think, like you said, even in that, it makes it worse, you know, because we don't have the support that we need. We're not reaching out for the help um, that can get us through and reaching out to others that have been in the same situation. Um, Because there are many marriages that struggle and people that have difficulties in relationships. So there are things that we can things that we can learn from them and grow and and have that support if we're willing to reach out. But in that moment of being stuck, (laughs) you just don't feel like you can a lot of times. 
So that's a really good point. Um, so how how did you finally get unstuck? You had your breaking point of people seeing a difference in you, and and um, and that was kind of like, hey, maybe something really is wrong. So what um, did you start doing that got you unstuck and back on track? To be honest, the Holy Spirit intervened. There is no other way to put that out there. There's no other way to say it more blunt. Um, he mm-hmm. would send random people my way to pray over me or to give me encouragement. Um, I remember this co- this sweet coworker did not know anything that was going on, and I felt and felt prompted mm-hmm. to pray over me at work. Uh, I felt the Holy Spirit comforting me in those times, mm-hmm. and if I could tell you, when you're living in those moments and you don't want to reach out, the Holy Spirit and God will somehow get through to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, For yeah. sure. So this is, this reminder and gentle nudge from the Holy Spirit reminded me of where I am supposed to be and more important mm-hmm. that I am not alone. Um, so I mm-hmm. surrendered and I would definitely emphasize surrendered because when you're going through those motions and you, you know, first thing priority, you get your priorities wrong where it's supposed to be God, you know, your, your husband, your spouse, your wife, your kids, mm-hmm. and then everything else, you know, we start to get the anxieties of going through the unknown, you know, what about my kids? What about my spouse? What about my husband? What about my wife? What about my work? What about this? And you have to surrender all of that, that unknown thought, mm-hmm. that the what ifs, and start putting mm-hmm. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God, right there first at the top. You know, I remember I would listen to these awesome podcasts or live services and was going to celebrate recovery. And it was always mm-hmm. what I needed to hear in that moment. Manna from heaven, absolutely. I immersed mm-hmm. myself in his presence and he started to mend the broken areas of my heart. So through yeah. Jesus, I was able to forgive all of the pain and the hurt that I mm-hmm. had experienced throughout my life. Because although I was going through a separation, there was mm-hmm. so much more pain from my past, my childhood and younger life that was coming to the surface. So, of course, it's still a work in progress. He is still mending past wounds. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a process. It's not something that's going to be. I mean, there's always those situations where it has happened from one day to the next. You know, but some things like they are deep, deep down and they just keep being pushed out. Mm hmm. And they take time to work through. There's no overnight um, journey to forgiveness. That's right. So there are lots of keys that I picked up on that you mentioned how you got unstuck. So first of all was God. The Holy Spirit just intervened on your behalf. So, so glad that that happened, but that you were open to receive it. Like he allowed people to come your way, just random people that you didn't, you know, weren't even expecting to hear from. They prayed over you. They encouraged you. And that's one thing I find that if we are children, of God that he takes care of his own. And so he's always looking out for us. He always has a good plan for our lives, but we have to yield to him and be willing to um, be used of him in, in the ways that he would see fit. 
So I love that um, the Holy Spirit came and intervened, began to encourage you and let you know that you weren't alone because we aren't alone. Um, but you had to surrender those hurts, that bitterness. You had to give it all to him. Yeah. Even knowing, even not knowing what the next day was going to bring, you know, kind of being a single mom and in a season of just uncertainty, you still had to trust God and know that he was going to work it out. So I think that's so important that whatever our care is or our issue, that we can give it to the Lord and know that he has a good plan for us and he's going to take care of us. And giving him the what ifs and the unknowns, you know, we don't have to know every step in our journey. We don't have to know how he's going to work it out. We just know that he's faithful and he will work it out. Oh, yeah. So that is so good. Um, And then you listen to podcasts and um, participated in Celebrate Recovery. So you got the help that you needed. And um, we have to be willing to reach out for that support. So 100% agree. Um, And then just allow ourselves to walk through that process of forgiveness when people have hurt us or have misused us or misspoken of us or whatever it is, just to give that to God and allow him to to, um, mend our hearts. Yeah. So what, um, so what are some ways that looking back, you would say that your life is different now, or even that your marriage is different? What were some things that you took out of this process of um, getting unstuck? So currently I'm happily married. You know, I absolutely love my Mm -hmm. husband. You know, I've told him, I feel like there's always that, you know, after you guys, your spouse, you get over some Mm -hmm. trauma, you know, I just told him like, you're the love of my life, you know? So Mm -hmm. I absolutely love him. And I know without a doubt in my mind that he loves me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm serving the Lord and I'm raising my two precious girl in Jesus. You know, they have seen me praying out loud, you know, like that is not the prayer part and the worship part Mm -hmm. and the studying part. They see the prayer. They see that. Now, I mean, mm-hmm. there's still ups and downs, you know, because that's that's just life, you know. Yeah, but I'm consistently leaning on the Lord, which He gives me peace. Yeah, He does. He's He's our source, and we look to Him for everything. So so glad to hear that once you got unstuck, you walked through that process of forgiveness and trust in the Lord. That now you're happily married, assured of your love for your spouse his love for you and that God has mended and restored that relationship. And I think that's important for listeners to hear that it doesn't matter, you know, how bad a situation got or how bad a relationship was that God can still heal. He can mend it. He can make it even stronger and better than it was before. Um, If we put him, you know, first and he's um, the God of restoration. So any other thoughts around that, like how it's been to just go through the process of rebuilding that relationship? So the relationship like with my spouse, the relationship with like you and the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all yeah, of those. Yeah, so let me start off with this one. So one of the words to describe the Holy Spirit is loyal companion. You know, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is your friend. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is definitely my friend and loyal companion through everything. My advice Mm -hmm. to listeners is to lean on him. Never deny Jesus, no matter what. You know, sometimes you get tempted Mm -hmm. to push God away during the struggle. Like I said, you know, you're dealing with the unknown. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't even know what the next 30 minutes holds. But that right here is the enemy. 
my advice is to lean on the Holy Spirit, immerse yourself in his presence. You know, when you get these anxious thoughts, which I, I know what it's like to go through that motion of, oh my gosh, you know, like what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And you keep having these emotions pop up out of nowhere. That's when you need to put that mm-hmm. on pause and say, Jesus, help me. You know, yeah. reach out to him, start speaking to Jesus. You know, like I said, the Holy Spirit is your friend. He's the loyal companion. Mm-hmm. So definitely listening to Christian podcasts, reading and soaking in the word mm-hmm. is another way. You know, you got to keep feeding your soul in that time of brokenness, praying, yeah. you know, over any situation that you feel like you still haven't surrendered write it down in that moment when you're having those thoughts, write it down. Cause it might be that the Holy spirit is showing you, Hey, there's this area that needs to be prayed over here. Is, for example, yeah. here's a weed that's taking root. This is a root to that. Mm-hmm. Having alone time with God, cherish that alone time with God. I cannot tell you how many times, like I felt like I was more in tune with God and the Holy spirit going through those moments because I was mm-hmm. literally, I had surrendered everything else and said, okay, God, I need you to help me. Here's what I'm going through. Here's yeah. my emotions, you know, mm-hmm. and notice being raw and yeah. open mm-hmm. and also notice the signs that he is there with you. For me, it was mm-hmm. random people. Sometimes it was people that I didn't even know randomly coming mm-hmm. up to me. You know, we have a little side talk and they pray over me or they say, you know, Jesus loves you. And that's like confirmation that I'm here. I'm here with you, Brenda. You're not alone. You feel alone. Yeah. But you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And um, also at Celebrate Recovery, one of their mottos is take it one day at a time. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I have done in any time that I have been stuck. Mm-hmm. And for, I would say for marital this one is a really tough, tough one because, you know, you guys are two separate people, you know, right. you are your own person and your spouse is their own person. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it can get hard to show the love of Jesus Christ or the love of Christ that Christ has shown you yourself, you know, is mm-hmm. we all have our own struggles. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say always affirm them that Jesus loves them. Always affirm them that you're praying for them. Do kind things, even when you're hurting and you, you know, I'm not saying deny your emotions, you know, but Mm -hmm. lean to Jesus on how you can best do that. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you how you can best do that. You know, Mm -hmm. I would say just genuinely be kind and love your spouse. You know, because they might be dealing with yeah. some things that they are afraid to tell you. And the, the only one who can show right. you that is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. He will, as long as we're willing to listen. Um, to, I love what you said, just the Holy Spirit is our friend. And so leaning on him, I mean, that's our source. And he gives us direction. He leads us. He guides us. He gives us wisdom to know what to say, when to say it, where to go, what to do, what to think on, yeah. all of those things. So he, he gives us that daily direction for our marriage um, and our relationship through him is strengthened when we listen to him. But I like what you said, put your emotions on pause. 
And a lot of times we do, we can have, we're flooded with emotions all throughout the day and thoughts and those thoughts can easily turn negative in just a moment. But if we can just push pause, as soon as those thoughts come up, then we don't give them a chance to take root in our mind for us to dwell on them and meditate on them because whatever we meditate and dwell on and think on, we're going to eventually see it happen. And so the sooner we can cut it off and push that pause button, like you said, the sooner we can get unstuck from that behavior or from whatever it is that we're dealing with. And then saturating our soul with the word, feeding our spirit, praying, praying all the time. And then you said um, journaling your thoughts. I always encourage people to write things down because our our writing is so powerful when you can see it. And it shows you patterns and behavior. You can notice, well, today, you know, I drank a Coke when I didn't feel well. (laughs) You know, is that something that I should have done? Maybe I should have spent time in prayer instead. But when you can see those patterns popping up and how you deal with life, then you can get some breakthroughs when you start to reveal that. So writing down your thoughts and your patterns is is awesome. And then just taking it one day at a time. You know, sometimes it's all we can do to just get through the next moment, you know, and not think about 30 years from now or 10 years from now. But Lord, I just need this day, my daily bread. I need for you to take care of this day and this need that I have. Um, And then as it relates to your marriage, you just mentioned praying for your spouse, affirming them, showing them that you love them, you care for them, doing kind things for them. Sometimes even if you don't want to, but doing it and putting them, you know, um, not sacrificing your own needs, but also, but knowing, letting your spouse know that you do care for them and they're important. So that is so powerful, especially in mending a broken relationship and just um, rebuilding the trust and whatever needs to happen there. So. These have been some awesome tips for um, our listeners to get unstuck. And I'm so glad that you've taken the time and shared this story um, and so glad that you've gotten unstuck and um, happily married and all those things. Do you have any final um, advice or thoughts um, for those who are listening? I would say definitely be patient with yourself. You know, I Mm. feel like whenever I was in that moment, you know, my mind was going like a month from now, I'm going to be doing this and doing that and going here. Take it easy on yourself. You know, we mm-hmm. have to process these things. We have to either go through the motions, you know, be open about it. If you have a close friend that can relate to that situation, that will be your confidence. Mm-hmm. Definitely be there or reach out to get a hold of them if they are able to. You know, I have spent, I want to say during those times, several nights falling to my knees and crying out loud to God and telling him what Mm -hmm. grieves my heart. You know, a friend who is able to, you know, pray over you or even in those moments able to lift you up or, you know, give you a fresh breath of air, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all need that. I would definitely root yourself you know Mm -hmm. I would also like I said yeah reach out to someone who is able to relate to you in that situation um and most definitely be patient with yourself you know Mm -hmm. I love that yeah be patient with yourself don't be hard on yourself life happens we get up and we we're resilient. We keep going, you know, we trust God that he's working it all out for our good, but give yourself a little grace, (laughs) you know, a little patience 
give yourself time to process it all. You know that we're in a marathon. This life, um, this race of life that we're running is not a sprint. You know, it's not quick, easy, fast, hurry up and finish, be first place. You know, it's I'm going to take my time. I'm going to do what God has called me to do. I'm going to run my race at my pace. And God has given me the grace to do that. Um, And then reaching out to a close friend or confident, someone that can just encourage you and be there with you is so important. So again, Brenda, thank you so much for all these practical tips that you've given us and for sharing your story of how you've overcome and gotten unstuck in in all your relationships with the Lord and also with your spouse. Um, How can listeners connect with you if they want to um, reach out or learn more or continue to pray for you? Um, How can they connect with you? I have a Facebook and also Instagram. Um, I'm consistently always posting on either or. Um, They can reach me at B as in a bumblebee, (laughs) Lizaraga. That is my Facebook (laughs) or my Instagram, which is underscore B underscore 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 so it's a long one and you'll see my picture on there um or of course they can email me at brenda lizaraga 94 at gmail.com um either way you know i'm able to reply back of course i've had some of my friends that would send me messages hey can you pray for me in this situation um or the lord has said mm-hmm. someone in my heart i definitely send them a message and say hey you know i can relate to some situations that people go through and in I understand that it's it's hard, you know? So most definitely I have these three yeah. sources that they can connect with me or send me a message or a private message whenever they would like. Perfect. So reach out to Brenda on um, Facebook, Instagram. Also, she has email, Brenda Lizarraga. Uh, 94 at, gmail? at gmail.com. Okay, 94 at gmail.com. So she would love to pray with you, encourage you any way she can, share what she knows. So don't be afraid to reach out. Once again, Brenda, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. I know that it has blessed me and it's blessed our listeners. So continue to stay unstuck. And we hope that you will join us next time on Beyond Stuck Podcast.